If you have your Bible, turn me to the book of Luke. I'm very excited about this morning. Not about the NFL draft, but because Jesus is in this place. Amen? A lot of people were asking me if I I saw the NFL draft. I was like, no. I was busy at a conference. Amen? Luke chapter 10, verse 38. We're going to start on verse 38. This morning I entitled this, this topic tonight and this morning is which door will you open? I almost said it in Spanish. Which door will you open? The book of Luke chapter 10, verse 38 says, Now as they were traveling along, he entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Verse 39 says, She had a sister called Mary who was sitting at the Lord's feet listening to his words. Powerful. Verse 40 says, but Martha was distracted with all her preparations, and she had came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me alone, has left me alone serving, serving alone? Tell her to help me. Verse 41 says, but the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things. Verse 42 says, but only one thing is necessary, for Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Amen. Let us pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we come before you throne of grace. God, we give you thanks. Father God, I ask you that you use me to bring forth your word this morning, God. And we pray, amen and amen. You may be seated this morning. This morning, there were, there were, there are two things that I want to focus on this morning. Are you with me this morning? There's two things that I want to focus on. One is that Martha opened the door to her home. As you can see, that's what the Bible says. Martha opened the door to her home. But the other point is that Mary, who sat at the feet and listened to what he had to say. Amen? Now, how many of us here have opened the door to Jesus before. I know that there's several of you that maybe in your home or your grandma's home, there's a picture that there's, there's, there's a man knocking on the door. How many of you have seen that picture before? But if you look at that picture very closely, there's not a doorknob that's there. The doorknob is on the inside. So in other words, Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. You have to open up and let him in. Amen. Martha was distracted with all her preparations. Now, I know this morning, some of us have come this morning with a lot of things in our mind and our hearts and say, I got to do this, I got to do that. But I felt this morning that some of you barely made it this morning coming into church, amen? Some of you, it might have been a struggle coming this morning. Some of you, it just, you know, it wasn't look like if you were going to make it to church or not. But I'm here to tell you this morning that you made it this morning. You set aside everything that you had to do to be at the house of the Lord. Amen. To be at the house of God. Amen. Pat yourself on the back and say, I did it. I made it this morning. Amen. You made it this morning. Amen. Martha, 
Martha knew that she'd opened the door to Jesus, but she knew she, she knew she knew that she opened the door to Jesus. But her spirit didn't know that she opened the door to him. Amen. But there will be times that if we are not careful, we will get caught up with what is around us. And we, for, we will forget what it's like to be in his presence. Amen. There's many times that, 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 we, that the one that, that, that you serve in ministry and you serve at the church and, you know, you know, you're serving God and you're doing what God has called you to do. And some of you are stepping in, into ministry and stepping into what God has called you to do. But there has to be a time to where you need to push yourself away and get into the presence of God and get into the word and say, Lord, I need to hear your voice again. I need to hear what you are saying. Because a lot of times we get distracted with all around us. And don't get me wrong, I know a lot of you here, are, your parents are here. I have a son that's graduating high school and it's taking away a lot of my time. I know some of you parents do as well. You have kids that are graduating, kids that are still in school, after school programs and everything that's, come, that's coming along. But there has to be a time, church, where you need to get back into the presence of God. Jesus is at the door of your heart knocking. He's knocking at your heart. He says, are you going to let me in? Are you going to let me fix things for you? Amen? Martha knew that Jesus was there, but her spirit didn't. And maybe this morning you find yourself distracted by so many things. And you think about, you know what? I could have done that for the Lord. I could have done what he has called me to do. How many of you know here that you are called by God to do something great for his honor and for his glory? Amen. I know that some of you have a calling in your life. I have spoken to several of you on a one-on-one basis, and I know that God has called several of you for great and mighty things. But church, what I'm telling you this morning is do not get distracted by what's around you. Don't get distracted by the, by the words that people talk into your life. Be careful who you talk to sometimes. Pastor once said, how can a blind lead a blind? How can, how can you get advice from somebody who needs advice? Amen? Church, I'm real careful who I speak to and who speaks into my life. Because words can, can, can hinder your walk with God. And if, you, and if you're not into the word of God, how are you going to know the truth? How are you going to know how to defend yourself? So be careful with who you're hearing around with and, and, and how you get distracted by things. You know, I know a lot of us, I mean, I, I, I don't know, sometimes when I, when I go out of town with, with, with my wife and she's, she's, you know, she's shopping and, and I, I start looking around too and I'm like, but I'm not here to buy clothes. She is. And I get distracted sometimes by looking at things. And I say, you know what? I already have so many pair of these. I don't need any more. So I don't know what your distraction could be in your life. Amen? Maybe there's several things that are distracting you right now. As this moment, things are going through your mind instead of being here into the word of God. Amen? I know the Lord was calling, but I was distracted by so many things. And the people who I was hanging around with are lost focus. See, this is something that has happened into my life. Amen? Or maybe in ministry, we became so good at what we're doing that we forget that who we are working for. Amen? That has happened to me several times. I get so good at what I'm doing that I forget that I'm working for the Lord. I say, oh, yeah, I can do this. But little did I know that I find myself weak in spirit. Why? Because I'm doing it upon my own self and I'm doing it upon the word of God. 
I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not reading the word of God like I'm supposed to. Yes, don't be wrong. I read, I read the Bible every single day, but there's many t- I, I know myself and I, and I know what I can read. But there's many times that I'll just say, you know what, Lord, I'm just going to give you a chapter right now, a chapter a day. Church, I know I eat three, four, five, six times a day. Imagine what our spiritual life is like. We need to eat the word of God. We need to drink the word of God every single day of, of, of our lives. Amen? We forget sometimes that we have been called by God. Why? Because we get distracted for what is around, around us. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, the word of God says, And whoever and whatever you do in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to him through God the Father. Amen? So everything that we do, we got to do it according to God, not unto ourselves. Amen? Not looking for self righteousness, but looking to please God. Amen. How many of you here to please God this morning? I'm here to please God this morning. I know what God has called me to do. But let's go back and look at verse, verse 40 says, but Martha was distracted with all her preparations and she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do the serving alone? Tell her to help me. I know that Mary was doing what, what she was supposed to do. Church, are we doing what God has called us to do? Amen? Verse 41 says, But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha. So you know what this morning, church? Let's remove Martha, Martha. Let's put our name there. George, George. Why are you worried and bothered about so many things? Church, why are we worried and bothered about so many things that are around us that we cannot focus on God? That is God, the one that gives us the strength that we need. Amen? A question this morning. How many times has the Lord called you by name? Amen? How many times has he spoken to your spirit and, told, and he has told you, stop worrying about things. Amen? How many times has that happened? How many times has God woken you up in the middle of the night and says, why are you worrying about things? Why are things crossing through your mind? Am, am, am I not your provider? Can, can, can I not do it again? Yeah, church, can, can, can he do it again? Ha, has he done it again? Will he do it again? Yes, he will. You, you ask, whatever you ask in his name, it shall be given unto you. That's what the word of God says. We are children of the living God. And whatever he says we can have, we can have it. Amen? The Bible says that we are heir to his throne. Come on, church. How many times has he called you by name? There's two questions I want you to meditate on this morning. How many times has he called you by name? How many times has he spoken into your spirit and tells you to stop worrying about things? I, you know, I, I run into a lot of people and I talk to a lot of people every single day. You know, and, 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 and I, don't me wrong, I, I love speaking to people. But one of the things that, that I notice the most is that people worry about a lot of stuff. They worry about this and they worry about that and they cannot sleep, they cannot eat. As you can see, I don't have, I don't have a problem eating. As you can see, 
You know, I, I don't lose sleep. I wake up in the middle of the night and I just start praying. And when I start praying, I go back to sleep. Amen? You don't got to take medicine for that, church. You start praying. Amen? It's the best medicine you can have. You start seeking God. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some times that I start seeking God and I won't go back to sleep. Why? Because when I'm in his presence, I know that something is happening. I know in the spiritual realm that God is changing things for me. Come on, church. I know some of you have that experience. You know what I'm talking about, that when you kneel down on the side of your bed and you start praying, and sometimes you start listening for the voice of God, there's sometimes you need to be still and just know that it's God. That God will come and speak to you, speak to your heart, say, Lord, speak to me. Mm, I love it when he calls me beloved. I love it when he says that. Amen? Told you I'm God's chosen. Chosen, amen? God is good. There will be many times that things will get out of control, but you have to let go and let God work. In other words, we need to move out of the way sometimes. You know, Jesus is trying to, Jesus is trying to come in, and we're standing right there, at the, right there at the front door, and Jesus says, I want to come in, but you, you need to move out of the way. So I, I, I can come in, I can, and I can fix things. See, I'm in the process right now of remodeling my house, the ins the, my, my inside, you know. And, 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 you know, I got things all over the place. And I don't like people really to come in, but sometimes people got to come in to come fix some things, you know. And, then, and that's what we need to do sometimes. When God, is, when God is working, we need to move out of the way so he can, he can finish doing the work that needs to be done in our lives. Amen. Verse 39 says, she had a sister called Mary who was sitting at the Lord's feet listening to his words. But I can only imagine that Mary knew what needed to be done. Jesus was coming in. Martha got all distracted with everything that needed to be done. But, but Mary knew. She knew in her heart who was there. She knew that Jesus was there. But what did, but, 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 but what did she do? She, 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 knew that the, she knew that the source of life was there. She knew that the bread of life was there. She knew that the living water was there. She knew that the Son of God was there. She knew that the Alpha and the Omega was there. Church, this morning, do you recognize that the presence of God is in this place and that he lives inside of you? Amen? But I'm sure deep inside of her, she knew that she had opened up the doors to her heart. Amen? She opened up the doors of her heart and said, Lord, I, I, I know, I know there's preparation. I know there's things that I got to do, but Lord, if you're in this place, I want to be in your presence. Sometimes I come into church and I see just people just standing there like, no, church, God is in this place. He's in this place and he's doing some great and mighty things. You know, there's so many times that pastors preach and he says, I feel that there's a river, river going through this place. Jump in. I'm just going to hold back. I mean, I, I, mean I, I know the Lord can fix it, but, I mean, do I believe it? There's a difference between knowing that the Lord can fix it and, and him doing it and believing it. When, there, when, when, you know, when something occurs in my life, I run to my daddy. Not my, not, not my physical dad. Sometimes I run to him for physical things. But spiritual things, I run to my daddy. And, and, you know, just a while ago, we're, we're, we're singing the song, he's fighting for us. 
He is he at church. He, you got to get deep in your spirit that he is fighting for you. You know, you know, church, I, I understand sometimes that, 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 he, that he is fighting for you, which, which, is, which is awesome, which is great, but that, that doesn't give us the opportunity just for to kick back and relax and say, oh, you know what, he's fighting, so I don't have to pray, I don't have to read the word of God. No, you need to keep on fighting, keep on reading, keep on doing what God has called, keep on doing your morning devotionals, keep on, don't get distracted from what's around you. Amen. You know, I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a cousin that, that he served in, in, the, in, in the Marine Corps, and, you know, and he, he already retired, but, you know, I, I love talking to him because there's, there, there's so many awesome things that, that, he, that, he, you know, that he shares with me. And he says, you know, he goes, e even though, you know, he was talking about one tour that when he was in Iraq or Afghanistan, he, I don't know which one it was, but he was telling me that, he goes, even though we, we took over something, he goes, we still got to be on the alert. He goes, there's not really much time for, you to, for us to take naps and just to relax and, and everything else like that. So I, I asked him, I was like, well, well, what do you mean by that? He goes, in other words, he goes, when I lay down to sleep, he goes, I'm loaded, ready to go. I was like, man, I, I, I just lay down and I'm, I'm ready to go to sleep. But I have my word of God with me, so I'm loaded too, amen. My word of God's always next to me. Wherever I lay down, the word of God's right there, amen. Because why? Because I need this. We need the word of God. We need to be careful with our distractions that are around us. Amen. There's going to be times that we need to stop what we are doing to get into some prayer and listen to the voice of God. You know, church, there was a time that I was working with my physical father. We were up in Kennedy. We were working in, in, in the tabernacle over there in Kennedy. And just... All of a sudden, I felt the urge to pray. And I remember my dad had some stuff in his hand, and I had some, some stuff in my hand. I said, Dad, I don't know that, but right now I'm just feeling the urge to pray, to seek God. He goes, you know what, son? Let's do it. So we dropped everything we had, and we went to the altar. And we just started to seek God. For about 30 minutes, we were seeking the Lord. Singing to God. And let me tell you one thing. Jesus came to visit us right there at the altar. Amen. And, that, and that's what I'm talking about sometimes, church. You know, sometimes we get so caught up in everything that we're doing that we forget what it's like to be into the presence of God. And, I, and when I was reading that, I, I saw myself as, as, as Mary knowing that, you know what, that, that, that what needed to be done. But what, what did she do? She was there at his feet. Listening to what he had to say. Amen. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 6 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. That's Bible, church. Isaiah 55 verse 6, highlighted in, in, in your Bible. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Church, he is near this morning. He's in this church this morning, in this building this morning. He might be sitting next to you. Amen? But church, understand this, that there's coming a time that we're not going to be able to seek God anymore. You know, I know everybody here has a TV in their home. Am I correct? Pretty much. Sometimes some of you got about five or six of them in your home. 
Every single room has one. And there's a thing called the news. But if, if you watch the news, if you watch what's going on, we're not blind to it. The, 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 the coming of Christ is closer than what we think. So church, the Bible is saying that seek him now while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. He's near to you. Sometimes, you know, you know I, like I said, I, I talk to a lot of people, and a lot of people say, well, you know what, I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to get into prayer. Friend, the way I am talking to you is the way I talk to Jesus. Sometimes I go outside and I'm walking back and forth talking to him. People pass by and say, what's wrong with this guy? He's crazy. <laughs> but I'm talking to my Savior, amen? And if you're ever passing by my home and you see me, come join me. Let's have a prayer time, amen? Let's seek God together. Let's sharpen one another together. Let's do what God has called us to do. The Bible says that when a brother is down, you that is spiritual, you lift him up. Amen? I love lifting up people. I love God's church. I love God's people. You guys are special. You're special in God's eyes. Amen? But verse 42 says, but only one thing is necessary, for Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Martha was caught up about getting everything ready because Jesus was in the home. Was well, them wrong? Food is good. But Mary chose something that was even better. The best part was to be at his feet, listening to what he had to say. Church, this morning, are your ears open to what God is saying this morning to you? Are you listening to the voice of God? Have you opened up your heart and says, God, you know what, Lord? I really do need you. You know, sometimes people walk around with a sense of pride in their life. And, you know, when you talk to them, oh, everything's good, everything's all right. Put this big old shield in front of you. But deep inside... They need a touch of the Savior. They need to be at his feet, listening to his words. Amen. Mary chose to listen to his words. Church, Jesus is the good part. He's the good part. He's the good thing. Amen. Martha opened the door. But Mary opened her heart. She opened up her heart to God. I leave you with this. The book of Revelations. Please turn with me to the book of Revelations, chapter 3, verse 20. I want everybody to have it. If not... It'll be up on the screens. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. And the word of God says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and will dine with him and him with me. I want to read that one more time, church, because I want, that, I want this verse to sink into your heart this morning. 
I want it to sink in because it, it is very important. It says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Church, this morning, can you hear the Lord knocking on your heart? If anyone hears my voice and opens the door. Now, let's go back to that picture that I once told you about. Open the door. I will come in to him and will dine with him and him with me. Church, I don't know this morning what is keeping you this morning. I don't know what distractions have come to your life. Maybe right now you're at a point in your life that you don't know whether you want to serve God or you don't want to serve God. Maybe you're at this point right now. He said, man, you know what is, you know, I, I, I'm here this morning. I, I hear, I hear what, 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 what you're saying. You know, I, I've got distracted by so many things. Maybe, maybe, maybe you left your walk with God. And maybe this morning Jesus is knocking on the door of your heart and says, let me in. Let me come in. Let me fix your situation. Let me fix it. With all heads bowed this morning. This morning, church, I don't know your circumstance. I don't know what you're going through. But one thing I do know, I know who can fix it for you. And this morning, church, I believe that several of you this morning have been distracted by several things that have come to your life. Several things. Several distractions have kept you from coming to the house of God, have kept you. The Bible says, do not forsake the assembly of the saints. But I strongly believe this morning that God has you here this morning for a reason. God has an awesome plan for your life, church. The the altar represents the feet of Christ. When was the last time you actually came to the altar, church? And got before God and said, Lord, I can't do this anymore. Life's problems have me bound. Sickness has me bound. Worries have me bound. Lord, I, I, I know that you're in this place, God. But I'm trying to get everything else fixed. And, God, and I, this morning, church, God is saying, let me fix it for you. Let me fix it for you. Let me come in and let me dine with you. What God is saying this morning. Let me in. Church, God is saying, let me in this morning. Stop worrying about things. Stop being bothered about things. Stop losing sleep over things. He's saying, let me in. This morning, I want to open up this altar. If there's anyone here in this place, look, church, let me tell you something. Don't worry about who's next to you. This is time between you and God. This is time to where you know you need to get things right with God. 